Good morning. It is time to get up with a Mahomesian masterpiece. The greatest hour in Super Bowl history renders Kansas City the team of their time. And Patrick, what can you say? Why the last drive last night may have been the best we've ever seen. And then the equal opposite reaction. The decision by Coach Kyle that broke their hearts in San Francisco. We've got it covered from every direction, people. Here we go. We are Get Up. We are presented by ESPN Bet. The squad is here. Dan Orlovsky is on his way with a police escort from Newark. I'm kidding. He is coming from Newark. We do not have a police escort, but we are ready to roll. I know you watched it last night, but let's take you through all of the action. We're commercial free forever here. Let's go, gentlemen. 49ers, Chiefs, Super Bowl 58. Andy, Patrick, ready to go. Niners on the other side, but the real star power is upstairs. Deals. Taylor deals. Swift Goodell and Roger Goodell. Swift. All right. Second quarter, here's the first big play from Mahomes. They had an offense all year that didn't have much of a big play in it, but they found it when they needed it. They set up to potentially take the lead, right? Well, you would think. So, so here was San Francisco, of course, had the McCaffrey fumble early with a big opportunity, and Jeff, now Pacheco the next play. Great play by San Francisco. Swarming the ball, trying to reach at it, strip it. They teach it all the time. Perfect, perfectly executed right there. Now, what's going on here? Ooh. What are we doing here? Come on, we, we, sometimes we, we, we beef on the sideline, Grady. We Chest beef on the Jeff, baby. Bump him up. Let's go. He that's, how we, that's how we are in the pre-show meeting. Now, <laughs> second quarter. This is his second and ten. Oh, here come the tricky Niners, D-Wood. How about it? Oh, how about the block on this, on this play right here? Yeah. That's great execution. Now, obviously, you get the ball in a CMC hand. Good things happen Ooh. to him. Juan Jennings with the pass. 10-0 San Francisco. It's 10-3 at the half. Now, here comes... Harrison Butker to drill the longest field goal in Super Bowl history, 57 yards. Uh, That's a 10-6 game. Now, here's the critical moment. Here's the punt that's going to go off the foot of Darryl Luter. Dominique, whose fault is this? It's kind of a fluky play, but you always blame the returner in that situation. He's the only one who has eyes on it. It's his responsibility to get them away or catch it. Yeah, the returner is Ray Ray McLeod. He's supposed to be yelling. Who knows if he can't hear it, whatever it is. Peter, Peter, yeah. The ball hits the foot of Darryl Luter. Kansas City set up with great field position, and it leads Jeff to this. Wide open in the end zone. Andy Reid. Down them up as good as you can when you got a receiver just walking in that end zone. And then the final hour or so came last night. Fourth quarter, down 13 10, fourth and three. They're going for it, and it's George Kittle and D. Woody just gets it. He just gets it. I love the play call by Kyle Shanahan right there. Great play call right there. And, and that sets up this. It's Jennings. He threw one. He scores one. Nick Foles, the only other player ever to do that in a Super Bowl. He's set up to be the MVP of the night, but wait. Oh, no. Are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? It's a bad kick by Moody. Bad? Bad. He hit the dude in the back of the helmet. (laughs) It can't be worse. Are you joking me right now? That's the extra point, so it's 16-13 critically. Now, here comes Mahomes with a chance to take the lead. Jeff, what do we see? Mahomes does a great job keeping him trapped in there. Man, play with discipline all night. That's tough to do against Mahomes. I don't Great play by San Fran. That forced a field goal, so now we're tied at 16. Mm. Two minutes left. That's third and four. Purdy gets it knocked down, so they have to kick a field goal. 19-16. 
final minute. This is a oh, third and two. Outstanding play call. They anticipated the blitz and leaked out a, a back right there to get the first down. Really? How about third and seven with the season on the line? Unbelievable. Who you going to go to? 87, He's baby. Running away, My running brother's away running away from Warner, baby. Just get a little, little oh. route and cruise it on in for the first down. They wind up kicking a 29-yard field goal to send it to overtime. What a game. And so the first ever NFL game with the new overtime rules, which means that when the 49ers win the coin toss, Jeff, should they have taken the ball? I think so, but everybody else is hating on it right now. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it at length. Here's their first, here's Ooh. their only possession. Oh. That's second and 12. Big that's use check. Oh, excuse me, that's McCaffrey. Now we're going to see use check a few plays later. This is the second and 12. Nick, does he hold on to this? Uh, I think he absolutely catches yeah. it. And why are we talking about you, Jack? Hurdy. Yeah, oh, he's being incredible. It's a great catch football move. I think that's a completion in the first half. Yes, I just like saying use check. A third <laughs> and four from the nine. Oh, no one oh. wants Chris Jones. Oh, listen. What? How do you let Chris Jones 95. come in? Scott Free. Are that greedy? That is a touchdown. If he has, oh, if he has time. Niners kick a field goal. So it's 22-19 now. The plays that Mahomes makes up. One, one of the greatest plays in Super Bowl history right there. Pulls that thing and tucks it down to convert. Fourth and your season on the line right We'll here. talk about it at length. That was fourth and one. Now this is third and six. Seriously. All out blitz. That's Rasheed Rice. Two minutes left. Another third down. Mahomes a keeper. And here he goes. Oh, mm. my word. Look at this. Running away hard. from Warner again. <laughs> Gave him the little juke. Uh, I mean, just, just nasty by Mahomes. Breathe, Taylor. 51 seconds left. Second and seven. Oh, a score. Kelsey's going to win it. Oh, he's oh. down inside the five. Oh, parlay. Nope. Here we go. Steve Wilkes tried everything. God bless him. And that overtime couldn't get it stopped. Corn dog. <laughs> Mahomes flings it. It's there. Hartman. Jackpot. Kansas City. The Chiefs win. A classic. Wow. 25-22. Mahomes the MVP. Wow. 333 yards, two touchdowns, including the game winner. Afterwards, the hero. I can't even explain what, what was going through my mind. I was just extreme joy. Um, didn't even know where to go. Um, but, it, I mean, just it's so excitement, man. I'm so proud of the team, so proud of the guys. And to battle to the very end, I mean, that's a, that was a microcosm of our season. I said it. Um, and the, everybody came together and we were able to get the win. Never doubt my mind, baby. Never doubt my mind. Um, we knew when they uh, – when they had to kick a field goal, that um, it was on us. We got the best quarterback in the league. We got the best offensive mind in the league. And we got uh, the most determination out of any team in the NFL. And you saw all of that today. I got asked so many times, is it a dynasty? I don't know what a dynasty. I mean, you guys, you're the, you know, you have the thesaurus. So, I mean, you figure it out. But it's, uh, it's, a, great to, great, it's a great win because I know how hard it is to do. What do you think of that? Andy, Andy hey, Captain Obvious, stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop, hey, stop. Destiny? Oh, no, no. Destiny, 100% of destiny. Like, dynasty. You know, I mean, dynasty. Yeah. Absolutely. Insanity how good this football team is, what they continue to do. I love Andy Reid playing that thing down, though. That dude is he, he's his little nuggies. Just, just keep, holding, keep going. I mean, let there be no question about that, right? I mean, you, you, there, there are a lot of different ways you can define oh. a dynasty. Some will say yes to no and to others. At the end of the day, there's no question about it now. Oh. With that win, 
with three championships in this era, plus another Super Bowl appearance and all the winning that they've done, the Kansas City Chiefs are not just the team of this time. This is a dynasty that ranks with the great ones in the history of the sport. Absolutely. And I think uh, Jeff had a little bit of Freudian slip right there because yeah. it does feel like destiny. Yeah. You know, whenever Patrick oh. Mahomes is out there and we, you had that feeling, and I think that's how a lot of us chose who was going to win this game, is like, who? where's 15? Yeah. Where he at? Yeah. That's who I want to have the ball to end. Look, but football is defined by dynasties, right? And you can go back. as The 50s were the Browns, and the 60s were the Packers, and the 70s are the Steelers, the 80s are the Niners, the Cowboys. In the 90s, you had back-to-back Patriot dynasties, yep. if you yep. will. And now the 20s belong to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, we're in the Michael Jordan era right now. There you we're, go. We're in the Michael Jordan era for Patrick Mahomes. It's Ooh. literally – on this show, we always try to, well, you know, put Patrick Mahomes with other – like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Let's stop Ooh. it right there. Let's stop it. It's literally that man right there, Patrick Mahomes, and everybody else. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Michael Jordan during his time where he had, the, you know, the Jazz and all these other teams that are fighting for a championship only to fall short to Michael Jordan. That's where we're at with Patrick Mahomes. I think all these guys are going to be trying to find their way in. But ultimately, you're going up against 15, man. Yeah, the, the legacy conversation is going to be among the most important, if not the most important, that comes out of today. And those two drives at the end, when they need the field goal at the end of the fourth quarter, and then when they need it in the overtime, those two drives by Mahomes. It, it, it's the Matrix. I mean, literally, like, he's playing like the Matrix. Like, you've ever seen a movie? Everything slowed down. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he just sees everything differently than everybody else. He's pulling the ball down when it makes sense. He's putting the ball to the right receiver when it makes sense. Whatever play needs to be made, he continues. And if you're Steve Wilkes and you're sitting oh, on the sideline, man, uh, hey, man. There ain't nothing else you can do. You did it all. You didn't hold anything back. You tried everything. Nothing worked. Why? Because of 15. And by the way, it wasn't just his arm, y'all. The dude pulls it down you know, on the fourth and one, runs it for himself. On the third down, extends plays. Like, he just continues to make play after play. And it's like the game is at a different speed for him. Absolutely incredible. He was the Chiefs' leading rusher last night. Hey, you were making that point in our meeting, Dominique, this morning, that as you were re-watching that last drive. Rewatching the game this morning, and I felt sorry for Steve Wilkes. He's a very good football coach. Absolutely. And he was trying everything. And Mahomes had an answer for all of it. Yeah. And I think in a meeting, Jeff said that he'd never seen players hit the switch. It does feel like at a certain point in that game, Patrick Mahomes like, hit the switch. And the yeah. Matrix came on. He saw ones and zeros. This is the fourth down do. season on the line. How about that decision? Is That's that a cold play? It's an incredible play. I think he has an option when he gets on the, on the edge. He made the right choice right there. But this one, that's Fred Warner. Yeah. That's 54, the best linebacker in football, right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes runs around him like his name's Lamar. It's incredible. Let's go through some of these because this play right here, Jeff, you were talking about all morning long again. Bear in mind, that's fourth down and the Super Bowl to go. That's exactly right. And when he, as he gets it, you see he had decided, and that's what I'm saying. When the game slows down for you, he could dump it to Kelsey. He's got the little snag coming, hooking in. Instead, he's going to pull that thing down, make sure he gets it. Because, again, it slows down for him, and it seems like in every situation, he makes the perfect decision. Not a good decision, the perfect decision, and everybody around him just feeds off. I mean, look, Kelsey's giving the first. Everybody's fired up, and like he said, they knew they had to get it, and they knew who to trust to do it.
How about that play? And then there's the long run as well. So there's this one here, and then there's this long run here that we're talking about, Dom, uh, Damian Woody. You watch him here breaking free of the pocket. That's a 19-yard run. You know, when we talk about, like, you know, we had a discussion about game manager, game changer. That's a game changer. When, when literally, like, forget the X and O. Right. I'm just going to go out here and make a damn play to go ahead and uh, extend the drive and keep my team in it. That's exactly what he did. He did that basically from the like the, the, the last drive in the fourth quarter right. and in the overtime where he completely took over the yeah. game. I mean, he's one of the few players who we're talking about this all-time career stuff. Legacy is already in the conversation. We're talking about him racing with uh, Tom Brady. But the thing about him is I don't think he's ever really had a bad game except for maybe the second half of Cincinnati. Other than that, even the games yeah. that he lost, that Super Bowl he lost, we are like, damn, yeah. that's the best loser I've ever seen in Everybody's my life. Everybody's coming for The, you. the <laughs> conference championship game that he lost. We're like, man, D4 stays on side. They win that thing. The man is perfect in the biggest moments. He's yeah. He had 333 passing yards last night. He led his team with 66 rushing yards. <laughs> Quick math tells us that's 399 yards of offense for Patrick Mahomes last night, who is quite simply, look, we can start talking about, and, and, and I know that I have been accused a time or two over the course of my career of engaging in hyperbole. <laughs> that, that has been mentioned in connection with me. Let's just say it. Greatness is about a lot of things, and certainly it's about longevity and achievement, and he hasn't been around long enough for any yeah. of that. But he's the best player you've ever seen. I don't care how old you are. You've never seen anybody do it better than nope. that guy has done it since the moment he stepped foot on the field and again last and, night. And you know what I think separates him? Because we all talked about this when, when Wood brought up the, the Jordan era, right, for all of us watching. I played with one of the greatest to ever do it. He played with one of the greatest. I played against one of the greatest to ever do it, right, and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And when you think about what he's been capable or what he has done in the biggest moments, more of it falls to him. And he continues to make that plays. Like D. Wood was saying, when, when you're talking about the last drive of the fourth quarter and then overtime, he was not going to be denied. He would take it all on himself. And again, we've seen him. It doesn't matter if, the, if, if, if one of his teammates drops it. He owns all of it. And I think so when he hits situations like that, he just does it differently. That was what was so special to me last night. So we prepared a couple of different things for you to see because sometimes seeing it visually, Cindy, put one of the full screens up there so people could just start getting a sense of what it is that last night was. So here we go. We showed you this all week last mm. week. The company he could join. What's the first thing you said, Jeff, when this popped up this morning? The only one with the shield, baby. That NFL. And look at that. I mean, that is that is insane. We're not talking about comparing you to NFL. We're talking about every sport and the greatness in all of it. This is in his first seven seasons. Bear in mind, he's done it in six because he didn't barely play his first. Now, here's the next. Double-digit Super Bowl comebacks. He has won three Super Bowls in all of them. He was down double digits. He's got three double-digit deficit comebacks in Super Bowls. All other starting quarterbacks in history have four combined. Tom Brady has two of those. Here's everything for his career. He has been a starter for six seasons. He's been at least to the AFC title game in every one of them. He's been in the Super Bowl in four of the six. He's won three championships. He was the MVP in each of them, and he was the league MVP twice in his career. So when we talk about this, if you're waking up this morning thinking, 
Is there anything we can say that overstates it, that overdoes it? The answer is no. Yeah. There's nothing you can say that is too much for Patrick Mahomes. I'm reminded that he's so far ahead of any schedule. Because if you think of what we do norm normally with quarterbacks, we're like, hey, is he a starter? Yeah. Oh, is he top of the league type of guy? Then he answer that question. But he can't win a championship. Then we start having that question. That's around year four or five. Right. This guy's in year six as a starter. He got three titles already. That's why we keep saying only people we can compare him to is ghost because he's already met all the check marks that you normally yeah. have for a quarterback this early in his career. And as far as trying to put the game last night into some context, D. Wood and I were having a discussion for about if it and the game was much more than three hours long, of course. But let's just say an average football game is three hours. I can't wait to hear you how you say this. Well, I, I, the first two hours not so exciting. Right? But what was it? What was it? Well, what did you see? What term did you use? I, I said it was like a mid-off. Like it was too like it looked like two mediocre teams yes. like, going going at it. Yes. It was a mid-off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly how that's exactly how Green Frame. No, 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 no. Look, it's a mid-off, right? You gotta know that. Is the mid still selling? I know all this stuff. <laughs> anyway, so the point is that was the first two hours. Yeah. And then the last hour happened. Oh, right. And the last hour is the best hour of Super Bowl history. I mean, you got Brady's comeback. You have a, a few. You got the, the Seattle New England game. You, you could start putting that into perspective, but I don't know how much more you could possibly ask for when literally every single play through that fourth quarter could have decided. San Francisco going down, the huge defensive plays, the touchdown drives that turn into field goals, Mahomes obviously finding a way to crack it at the end, some of the, the huge mistakes that we can talk about as the day goes on. Yeah. That, that, that final hour, if you will, last night is as good as the sport can possibly At be. At some point, I want to appreciate how good the Chiefs' defense was. Yeah, but sure. it's still mind-blowing to me to see that Patrick Mahomes, there, weren't, there wasn't like, I keep watching the end of that game over and over again, looking for the schematic breakthrough that allowed uh, Andy Reid to open this up for Patrick Mahomes. They was running the same stuff all game. That's right. And then there's something about Patrick Mahomes in those moments. And it's always, we always see it in the postseason. All of a sudden, he runs a little bit more. And he adds that extra dimension. And it's not a surprise. They had spies throughout the course of this game. Right. The pass rush, they reduced their effectiveness of the pass rush because they're afraid to let Patrick Mahomes out. And every adjustment that they make, he has an answer for it. And it feels like every game and every moment he's able to overcome it. Yeah, I think when we were, uh, Wood and I were talking about this after the meeting, and I think he uh, accounted for like 89% of their offense in in the fourth quarter and like yeah. I mean that is that is when I listen y'all like running you're the leading rusher you throw it all over you you literally take your team on your back and go make all of these plays I think that is what makes it so special because again to your point it wasn't because it, for lack of looks yeah. for changing things up for trying to do things they differently tried. they tried to do everything I mean think about this for a good portion of that game I'm watching, I'm sure you guys agree. Like, San Francisco was dominating yeah. the line of scrimmage yeah. on both sides of the ball. Yes, sir. And I, it, it was just looking at, 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 you know, at a certain point where, like, San Francisco could run away with this game, That's like, right. quick, fast, and hurry. Then all of a sudden, things just started slowly turning, and Patch Mahomes ultimately just took the game over. We are going to dive deeply into the ways in which San Francisco will regret the things that happened mm. last night. Because, yes, they let Mahomes hang around. I, I think that's, that's right. the storyline here, right? They didn't put him away. If you're going to take out the champ, you got to knock him out when you get the chance. They didn't knock him out in the first half, yeah. and they let him figure it out. That's what it boils down to, and they had opportunity after opportunity. The first half jumps out to me, but there's also, they get in the, in the second half, and they get a little bit conservative, 
conservative, get a little concerned in those situations. And I think the tough thing is we're going to be critical of Kyle Shanahan for a lot of decisions that he made. But also, it felt like he was less like the Kyle Shanahan that we criticized. He was more aggressive. Yeah. He was throwing the ball, and we're like, yeah. hey, he's throwing too much. Yeah. He's going for it on fourth downs and converting it, but it still comes down to it. If you have a chance to put him away, you have to. By the way, I just wanted to make sure I had this right. Patrick Mahomes joined Steve Young as the only quarterbacks in Super Bowl history to lead their team in rushing in a win. So Steve Young and now Patrick Mahomes, the only two quarterbacks ever to win the game and lead their team in rushing. And so let's consider what we've seen here. This was a team that on Christmas Day we left for dead. Yes, sir. They lose to the Raiders and they look finished, absolutely finished. The mini dynasty, if you will, certainly looked, if not over, then it was time to hit pause Mm. and figure it out. They lose Tyreek Hill two years ago, and all they do is win back-to-back Super Bowl championships for the first time that any team has done it in two decades. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes climbing the list now, surpassing Chuck Knoll and Terry Bradshaw Mm. on the all-time playoff wins list for head coaches and quarterbacks, only Brady and Belichick in front of them. It is a night in which the Chiefs make history in a million different ways. And how old is Patrick Mahomes? 28. 28. He's 28 <laughs> Good luck with that. Baby. years old. Just a baby. The best uh. is yet to come. And by the way, and you'll hear it later, Reed and Travis Kelsey both said they're coming back. Now, as we continue next, did the 49ers give this game away in a million different ways? And one in particular, the one specific move that Kyle Shanahan made that has everyone talking this morning. And then despite the loss, did Brock Purdy prove something to everyone last night? Our quarterback is on his way. Dan Orlovsky will be here as we continue in a moment. So much to go through on a Super Bowl Monday edition of Get Up on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. 
Get Up is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. And it was a good bet that Usher was going to be outstanding last night. Gentlemen, reaction to the halftime show, Neek? Oh, it's a lot of fun. And also, I mean, if I'm Swiss, we got we got to We got to have a talk. We got issues, my man. I hope you cleared that beforehand. <laughs> I mean, gee, it was a great show, though. They're performing. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I so like it's an it. MMA no, fight, sir. which yeah, can no, also sir. be a performance. <laughs> no, sir. What do we think? D1? Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! Okay. Oh, what? Okay. What? Outstanding halftime. The commercials yeah. were good, but we're here to talk about the football. The agony of defeat is where we go next. The decision that Kyle Shanahan mm. made that everyone is talking about this morning. Did he get it wrong? The answer's next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to Get Up, presented by ESPN Bet. In the overtime, here comes Patrick Mahomes with a Super Bowl in the balance. 22-19. This is the game. Mahomes is going to run at 30-yard line, 25-20, Mahomes inside the 15, it's first down. Then they throw it to Kelsey, it's a first down for Kansas City and goal to go. 13 seconds to go in the overtime, a touchdown wins the game. Right side throw, touchdown, Kansas City! There is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion, and it is the Kansas City Chiefs. And Mahomes has cemented his already terrific legacy. An unforgettable night. The dynasty is definite. And our MVP this morning is Dan Orlovsky. Danny flew in on a red eye after the game last night to make it back here as he does every year on Super Monday. I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. We will get all your Mahomes stuff as we continue because that's where we opened, obviously. But here's where we are at this moment. And you were doing the game, I believe, for Australia TV. So, so uh, your perspective on this. Last night was the first night in NFL history with the new overtime rules that were put in place essentially after the legendary Mahomes-Allen game. There are a lot of people critical or at minimum questioning Kyle Shanahan's decision to take the football first when the 49ers won the coin toss in overtime. What do they say? Yeah, major component in why they lose the football game. Going into overtime, we were in the booth, and I said, no way that you take the ball first. You want, you want to give Kansas City the ball and make sure because what happens is you give the other team another down. 
Right when they took it, I said, you're giving Mahomes four downs that you have no shot. You know, yeah, I don't care how tired the defense is because I've heard people say, well, the defense was gassed. Figure out a way to go out there for one more potential stop. If the worst case scenario is Patrick drives them down the field, you get the ball back, and then you still have control of the game. You can still, at some point, if you want, go for two. So, um, mistake by Kyle Shannon and the 49ers. You've done an, a great number of college games for us. There's a similarity, right? In college overtime, teams always want to go second sure. with the ball because you know exactly what you need. You control the game. And, and that's what the 49ers didn't get to. You think they got that wrong last? Yeah, I agree because you got them to fourth down. And so if they had the ball first, you get them to fourth down, they kick. Right. Either they kick the they punt back there or they kick the field goal down inside. Then you get the ball with a chance to win. And I think a key point to what Dan said was you also still have control. You can go for two right. if you go down and score. So at the moment, I didn't hate it. Kyle Shanahan seemed to have good rationale for it. Like it's, right. not, a, it's not the reason why they lost, yeah. but it is those little edges that you give up. It is a reason why yeah. they I would have lost. never given Patrick Mahomes four downs. And Andy Reid, that's what you do. Right. When you take it first, you give Mahomes four downs. To your point, they had it. Yeah, I think when you when you hear why he did what he did, again, it made sense. I, I was the same way when they first did Where it. Where do you I say why? Shocked. So let's play it. Let's yeah. play it. So, so you, you're going to hear first Chris Jones, who was on Kansas City side, who was yeah. surprised that the Niners took the ball. And then you will hear Kyle Shanahan's reasoning. Go ahead. They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because the overtime rules has changed. That's just something we talked about with, you know, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it would be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. Well, let's just make sure it's clear what he's saying there. If after the first two possessions, the new part of the rule is that the, the second team is guaranteed a possession, as Kansas City was last night, even if the Niners had scored a touchdown. If after those two possessions, for example, if the, Niner, the, the Chiefs had kicked a field goal on that drive where they won it, now it is next score wins. So now the Niners would be the first team with the ball with a chance to win without it being matched. That's the thinking. Yeah, two things. One, Kansas City's defense was phenomenal the whole game. So I right. think that you're going to go and have a scoring drive once within a two-series stretch is pretty exacerbated when you've really only had your, like your, your trick play that was the touchdown outside of that. And the second thing is I would have gone for it on fourth down then. If, if, you, if the thought was, well, we wanted the ball first, I would have gone for it. Now, uh, you know, your your fourth and goal from the, you know, eight Also, I would have blocked Chris. No, no, you're fourth and four from the nine. You're fourth and four, fourth and four from the nine. Excuse me, yes. Let's go through that sequence for you because what Dan is talking about is critical. All these yeah. decisions. Look, you want to be an NFL head coach. Yeah. These are now decisions that are going to be questioned until the end of time. You took the ball. You have a second and four from the nine-yard line. You run the ball and get nothing. Then you throw the ball on third down, and mm -hmm. that's the play we just showed you where Chris Jones – is unblocked. Inexplicably comes unblocked. He saved three touchdowns last year. Yes, night. he did. But my point is, and then, you, so this is it. This is the third down play. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Jones unblocked. He has to Jennings throw the ball away. And that's a, that's a touchdown. Yeah. It's a touchdown if, 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 if Jennings bottom if, 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 if Chris Jones is blocked or just, you know, someone Nudge. gets in his way, Nudge. that's a touchdown. So, yeah. but, so the point of it is, are you saying you think there's an inconsistency in the decisions right. to take the ball first but then not go for it on that fourth down? If you go for it on fourth, let's go, let's go through it. Right. If you go for it on fourth and four and you don't get it, 
Now Kansas City has the ball very deep in their own territory, but a field goal wins the game. Yeah. Those are the decisions you're making. Yeah, if you're going to take the ball first and go for it there, or at least try to be aggressive, I think you go for it on fourth down. The truth is this. Kansas City got the ball back in that two-minute drive to end the game, went right down the field. You didn't stop them. They ran out of time. Right. right. They had started to gain momentum and mojo. So if you're Kyle Shanahan and you're thinking, I want the ball first, it's go and score yeah. and then put the pressure on them to have to need a touchdown rather than just a field goal. That, that you see the analytics on your screen. The, the, yeah. you, you said it earlier. One of you guys said it earlier this morning is that if, if – you could also run the ball on third and four. Correct. Yes. Yeah, if you're going to do it that way, that was, my, that was one of my big things. Is if you're going to do it that way, you have two downs to get it. So run it on third down, and then you can throw it or run it. Because McCaffrey's your best player. Give the yourself only, a shot on that thing. The only thing with that, Jeff, is it felt like every big run last night, Kansas City won against San Francisco's defense. You know, like can't every – I was getting texts, why aren't they running the football? Kansas City's defense – was phenomenal. They played yeah, play good, pivotal but, downs but as third. they're driving down on that drive, sure. McCaffrey is Starting, playing yeah, extremely you're right. well. You're yeah. pushing guys around. They're doing those things. If you're going to do it that way, that would be my only hiccup to Washington. Or I thought, I, like for me, I thought, I thought the 49ers would go for it on fourth down only because Patrick Mahomes was what I call, what we said like in the matrix yeah, at bro, that time. Done. Like there was the 49ers defense wasn't wasn't stopping anyone. So I figured, okay, they're going to just go. They're going to just go for it, knowing that. Their defense wasn't going to be able to stop. The that. flip side of that is, I mean, yes, I agree with the thinking. But they did get him to a fourth down. They had him in a bunch of third longs. Yeah, I mean, they were this the- close. And you know something? I'm looking at the That's- smile on your face. Dominique said this morning, you were on your way here from the airport. He said as he rewatched that last drive, go ahead and tell him how you felt for Steve Wilkes. Oh, I felt sorry for him. Because he tried everything. He's zero blitzing. He's zoning. He's dropping eight. He's doing everything. But Patrick Mahomes was on another level. He hit a switch at some point in that game. And that's like, it hurts. But it also is like, well, we could have done nothing with that. So (laughs) running the ball. Being in the stadium, like the first half, watching the first half, the note I had written down, Kansas City was completely shell-shocked. Yeah. Their body language was terrible. They were walking on and off the field. Obviously, the Kelsey bump, the, the body, they looked overwhelmed. Because you, you know why? Because they were getting smacked. Again. But they were getting they, smacked it, it was, like, shocking to see. Overwhelmed. And all you saw every time, the defense would run on and off the field, and the offense would just, like, lally-gag off the field. It was weird to watch. To your point. Then the flip switched. The flip really switched on the MVS touchdown. Right yeah, when yeah. they got the, the fumble on the punt return yeah. and the MVS touchdown, it went to overturn. I guess there's two different ways to look at because the 49ers clearly play a role in losing the game last night. So we can dissect all these individual decisions, and they are open to scrutiny. That's the reality of a game of this magnitude. There's also just the simple overriding fact. San Francisco should have put this game away in the first half. They had opportunities to. You got McCaffrey fumbles the ball early, a bunch of stuff that turns into field goals, yeah. the, the muff punt. They, had a, they looked so much better than the Chiefs did for the first, whatever it was, two hours of last night, yeah. and they let Mahomes that, that, That's the around. whole Shanahan thing. This whole conversation, you're going to lay it at the feet of the coach, but the coach can't hold the ball if you're McCaffrey Ooh. on the first drive. You can't, you can't get, get your foot hit on the punt with the Peter Girl. Like All of those things can't happen and you completely blame the head coach. At some point, players were responsible for a lot of the mistakes that happened that cost them the ball game. Well, think about the number of them, right? I mean, you've got the terrible extra point kick that everyone is blaming on the kicker. Usually a blocked kick or frequently is not the kicker's fault. Everyone seems to agree that one is his fault last night. You have the muff punt that completely, Dan, to your point, changes the momentum of the game. And you have opportunities early, a bunch of penalties, like a bunch of things. It felt like they should have been well more than just 10-0. Yeah, up in the booth, I went to Lewis and Chris Fowler 
Butler and I, midway through the second quarter, I was like, this is where the game feels bad if you're San Francisco. Because right. you've, I think the total yards in the first quarter were 125 to 6. I mean, completely dominated the game. And I was like, it's 3 nothing. And obviously they go down the field, Kansas City, right before the half, they make it 10-3. And then Patrick comes out and makes a couple plays in the third quarter to cut it to 10-6. And then the, I understand where you're coming from, Greeny. Like, should have, like, shut him out or, or taking control of the game. You can't kill this team. That, that's, we said all year long about Kansas City. We knew the defense or the offense was underwhelming. The defense was always going to keep them in the game. We're going to talk about Patrick a lot. The defensive performance. Thank you. And, by, and Spags. Like, it, it's clear. Patrick's the best player I've ever seen. Steve Spagnuolo is the best big game defensive coordinator I've ever seen. I think he's one of the best in the history of the NFL. We're going to dive deeply into that coming up. Can, in just can, a can few I just minutes. say one? Of the, like I, I get the MVS touchdown, that kind of thing. When Mahomes throws the interception in the third quarter, you have three drives by the four. This is where I blame Shannon as the pass, play pass, caller. Pass, pass. They run nine plays. Eight of the nine passes. are passes. Like, at some point, and listen, we can talk about, but this, this is the MVS touchdown, but yeah. you're, you're making a point right yeah. before Ab- this, Absolutely. San Francisco could have put you, it away. You, you, well, at least you're putting more pressure back on the Chiefs. They did not do that. And again, what, for what everybody, McCaffrey is your best player. Jeff, I find it a fascinating conversation, though, because it was very clear that Spags was putting people up at the line of scrimmage. You are not going to run. Here's what I will say. Just watching the game, I would say the first, you know, quarter and a half, the 49ers were bludgeoning the fans to the Chiefs. Yes. And at at, at the time, they were only up like three. And I'm just like, I I agree. The running game, you attack the running game in that point, in that portion, if it's going to work. You don't know that it's going to work. We want him to be aggressive and take the game away. And I also think that if you watch the 49ers, the 49ers are not a third down team. They hate third down. They want to throw and complete the ball on first down. So if you run a pass play, you're the 49ers, the best time to do it is on first first down. So if they do it on first down and it's incomplete, now you want them to run it now. It feels like a game script thing that, that dictated it. And then afterwards, we count them all up and say, oh, they should have kept running the ball. When actually, if you watch him in those situations, I don't think any of those decisions I, I totally the whole agree with the yardage. Second down and long, you can still run the ball, bro. This whole idea that you have to throw it. You, don't have to. you got the best back in the game, dude. Yeah, but, but not when you're a bad You don't want to get to third down. You don't want to be a third and seven, the third best, and six. But the you best player be. on San Francisco's offense yesterday was Purdy. Like, I don't mind putting the ball in his hands consistently. He played really well. Let me leave this here for the moment. Again, we are just wall-to-wall here this morning. A reminder, ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN and the only place to find exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. New users get $100 in bonus bets after making any sportsbook bet download today. Coming up to the point Danny was making, Patrick Mahomes wins his third Super Bowl MVP. We'll tell you who the real MVP was last night and spoiler alert, he wasn't a player. That's next. Get up on ESPN. Back on Get Up, Wake Up Call. Chiefs walk it off in the Super Bowl. Here's their radio call. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw, touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch! Kansas City wins the game! 25-22! And the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class! 
I like that. It is officially a dynasty. Of that, there is no question. They're the fourth team ever to win three Super Bowls in a five-year span. You see the others. Uh, it's just, it's the stuff of legend. Brady's Patriots did it in two separate mm. occasions. None of them, of course, were able to three-peat. Patrick Mahomes talked about that last night. We will get to it. So there is so much Mahomes conversation to be had today, and justifiably so. It's the stuff of legend. It is the stuff of history. He now joins the tiniest, tiniest little list of the greatest players that we've ever seen in any sport. But I felt like you were sort of working your way up to making this point, that if you were to list the next most valuable person for the Chiefs last night, he might have been wearing a headset on their side. Yeah, it's their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo. They got into the playoffs because their defense. They won the Super Bowl on the backs of their defense. Everyone continues to talk about third down. Their their very clear message, you are not going to run the football or be good on first down, San Francisco, and then we were going to get into our third down exotic pressures. First down, it was one of two things. They were going to change the line of scrimmage or they were going to blitz linebackers off of your motions and make sure that nothing popped open. Okay, so here goes this motion. Watch the coordination on the back end and watch Chanel shoot the gap because he knows the backside guard is pulling. Everybody's got their guy man-to-man, and then that forces Brock Purdy to run away, throw away. Now we're in second and ten. We win as a defense. <coughs> you want to talk about another first down opportunity. Look at this defense change the line of scrimmage. That ball was snapped at the 25. They're in the backfield. Now watch what happens to Trent Williams. Put on his back. That does not happen often. Second and long. Again, that's why this team was so bad on third down. Here's another third down, 15. Three-man rush. They double spy Brock Purdy. Not one guy, but two. They meet Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. They don't give him space to run his routes. And then Gay, fast enough to track Brock Purdy down as they're playing man coverage. And that's the thing. This group plays man coverage on the back end. As good as anybody in the NFL. Third and 11 because they won those first downs. Watch. They're going to show Karloftis and then a backer off the edge. McCaffrey's responsible for the backer. They burst the backer at McCaffrey. And then he pulls back. And Bolton then comes up inside. The guard and the, the tackles seam, and again, man coverage, nobody open. Just those third downs, but they don't get to them unless they win first down. Kansas City was more physical at the line of scrimmage on first down. They timed their pressures. If you ask, you guys know this, you sit down with defensive coordinators. Spags is one of them. You say, hey, coach, what's the goal of the game? Every single one of them says we have to stop the run. The one you feel truly means it is Spags. And, and he made it very clear. You, you weren't going to run third down. You want to get to third and long. That's what defenses want to get to against anybody, particularly the Shanahan offense. Shanahan's offense are designed to win on first and second down. They struggle that when you get to third down. You saw what happened yesterday, and I thought we, get, we did a lot of Patrick Mahomes stuff, and he deserves credit, but that was not – there were more plays made by that defense yesterday yes. than Patrick Mahomes. And Trent McDuffie comes to mind. They put him in zero coverage a few times. He was mm-hmm. great. You see him yeah. against uh, Debo. Breaking up that big pass in that big situation. I think this is the one right here. Yeah, he puts it up right here. This is zero. There's nobody back there. Mm. He's behind him. Sticky. Walks him down. Does my favorite little hook. Don't push off. You don't want to get hooked. Don't push off, Debo. Then he got it. Got his hands down and broke it up. But if you go through the course of this game, the Look thing that. that's – there it is. Trent again on that blitz. The thing that stands out to me and has always stood out to me to this very, very young defense is they're so smart. Yes. And they're so well coached. Like, I watched the game over again this morning. Watch San Francisco – Make mistakes on defense. Cut people loose in yeah. coverage. Yeah. These guys never make mistakes. And they tackle. Yeah. They, like, like you, do, you don't see this Chiefs defense miss tackle. So they're well coached. 
They, they change the line of scrimmage, and they tackle extremely well. When you got that type of combination, there's no wonder why this team was led to, led to the Super Bowl on the look, backs of their defense. Look at that play that McDuffie makes. He doesn't get home, yeah. but he gets his yeah. left hand up to make right. sure he knocks it down. Yeah. And he be, you know, like for me on that, that pressure, Karloftis, the end goes outside. McDuffie, the blitzer, goes inside, sh- quicker and shorter path to the quarterback. By the way, all the things that he's showing, third quarter after the interception, yeah. right? Like, like you talk about the Chiefs holding and stopping and why the defense is so important because that's where games are won and lost, right? That's the details that you want to talk about. San Fran has to capitalize. You can't capitalize when, when Spags is outmaneuvered. To be clear on the magnitude of the moment, it's the third quarter. The Chiefs are trailing. Mahomes gets the ball, and he throws his only postseason interception yep. in the last two years, his only Super Bowl interception in his four Super Bowl now career. There's a moment that San Francisco can take complete control it. of the game. Here's the interception. I assume he's trying to throw this ball to, to, to uh, Travis, to Travis yeah. and it just floats on yeah, him? Yeah, that was one of the moments when you – again, being in the building, you feel, uh-oh, because that was a force. Yeah. That was one of those you felt like. Because when Patrick climbs up vertically in the pocket, he's at his very best. And when that ball – like he, he like floats it, he doesn't rip it to him, that's when you're sitting there going, he's frustrated. But the point is that defensive stop there might yeah. be the biggest moment yeah. in the entire Brady, game. They are Super Bowl champions yeah. because, because of their defense. Defense. Now, the quarterback made great plays right. at the end, and Andy Reid's calls at the end were great. They are Super Bowl champions, the number one reason, because their defense was freaking remarkable. I don't want to get away without, like, hammering home the point how intelligent and disciplined their players are. So when the offense answers with changes, this defense has every tool in the tool shed, and they have players like Trent McDuffie can play deep half. He can play inside at the nickel. You can move guys around, and you talk about that double spy situation where they have two spies, and essentially what they're doing is reading the quarterback and reading the running back. Running back goes that way you lock them and you hug them up there running and then the other guy goes to spy and that's like to have these different so many different rules and so many different plays to be able to do that consistently and not make mistakes that's a, look what Hembo just put let's just take a moment to focus on that a minute back-to-back years they have the youngest defense yeah. ever to win the Super Bowl so they're not going anywhere Dom's 100% right so we're, we're going to get into this there the difference in the game in, in many ways is all the shifts and motions and, and things that you have to look at by San Francisco's offense Kansas City handled. Vice versa. The one reason why that offense got going in Kansas City, all the motions, and you're going to see all the confusion on the back end by San Francisco. Dan has a tape on that that we'll show a little bit later. And look, all I am is a fan, but at the end of the day, I'll say this. My observation is you can do all that stuff when you have corners that can lock down. No doubt. And they've got McDuffie and Sneed, which is as good as absolutely anyone in the league. To me, that's the most important factor of that defense. Uh, NBA Wednesday doubleheader. we got good games coming your way. Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. Hosting DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls. Then you will see Steph versus Kawhi. Clippers and Warriors. All the action coming your way Wednesday night. Coming up, much more. I mean, Mahomesian masterpiece. The greatest hour in Super Bowl history renders Kansas City the team of their time. Dan's got his breakdown on Patrick Mahomes next. Get up on ESPN. <laughs> 